Have you tried and failed to set boundaries before? Trauma can make setting boundaries both hard and extremely necessary. Good boundaries can allow you to feel at peace, safe, and in control of your relationships. Bad boundaries can cause you distress, turmoil, self-hatred, and even cause you to get abused. In today's clip from our Recovery Secrets Daily Coaching Program, you'll hear Brad and I talk about the foundations of boundaries. What a boundary is and isn't, types of boundaries, and what needs to happen internally before you set any boundaries. If you like today's content, you can try Recovery Secrets Daily Coaching and get coached by Brad and myself free for seven days by going to overcomingptsd.com slash free trial. And when you sign up, you'll get over $3,000 worth of amazing bonus programs that you get to keep for life just for signing up. All right, we're live here. Welcome everyone to our Recovery Secrets Daily Coaching session. Today is the beginning of a boot camp week. So we have an extra special session or week of sessions for our Recovery Secrets coaching. So we're super, super excited to get into that. Brad will introduce kind of what we're going to be talking about this week and then specifically what we're going to be talking about today. So if you're going to be joining us today, if you're going to be joining us this week, always feel free to say, Hey, in the chat box there so that we can welcome you. And so we can engage with you throughout the session. It's going to help you at the very highest level. The more you engage, the more you're going to get out of it. The more you're going to remember, the more you're going to be able to put what we talk about into action. And it helps out the whole kind of community to, to really, truly build a sense of community because it's a really fun thing to be here live. So that's a, a cool dynamic that we get to, uh, we get to have here with the way that we, the way that we do the coaching. So mm -hmm. this lovely man <laughs> over here to her right is me, Brad. It is great to be here this Monday morning with you guys. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend and we are starting off and kicking off our boundaries boot camp. So, um, if you don't know what boundaries are, that's okay. I had no idea what boundaries were uh, uh, when I first started, so there's no worries about that. Um, but if you if you struggle with you know really getting what you want, getting what you need, and doing what's best for you, um, this week is going to be transformational, and it's such a huge topic. It's a topic that you guys actually requested us to do, and mm -hmm. we're like we can't really effectively cover this in one one session. So we're we're doing a whole boot camp on this. Um, so today we're talking about the foundations of, of, uh, boundaries and, um, what a boundary is the different types of boundaries. So you get a foundational knowledge of what that is. So you can start building it up throughout the week. And then we're, we're going to go into some more impl implementation, how to bring it forward in your life as the week goes on, but it's going to be awesome. See Jen's already excited for it. Um, hope you guys are excited for it. We're excited for it. Boundaries were huge, right? Like I know when, when you first discovered them in your life, they made a massive change. And then for me, it's just like, it was hugely transformational too. And I'm still like looking and like setting boundaries and, and it's, it's great. So we're going to, we're going to dive into all that, but, uh, I'm excited to be here. Excited for the bootcamp. Yeah. And boundaries are always going to come into play. You know, this isn't just a, a recovery thing. This isn't just a healing thing. Like boundaries are always going to come into play. Yesterday I set boundaries. Like you're, you're, you're either always going to be having or setting mm. boundaries. Now, sometimes it's going to feel very natural, which we'll talk about. And it's just instinctual. Right. And then other times it's a very active process of I'm setting this boundary for, you know, whatever reason. Right. And so you're going to kind of go through phases of these boundaries. And some of them are going to be a little uncomfortable, but they're going to be the right thing to do, which we'll talk about. Mm -hmm. And then some of them are just going to be second nature. And so we have boundaries typically without even realizing that we do. There are certain things that we simply don't allow in our lives. And there's all sorts of types of boundaries, which we'll talk about here today as well. But I want to welcome everyone to our boundary bootcamp. Very, very excited. 
BBB. The BBB. The BBB. So welcome to <laughs> the BBB. All week we are talking about boundaries. So it is good to have you all here. Welcome, Jen. Welcome, Larry. Welcome, Lena. Welcome, Tony. Welcome, Judy. Welcome, Jeanette. Great to have each and every one of you. Where's here. the third B come from? Boundary boot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the boundary boot camp. Boundary. We'll call it the BBB. I, I have to think of another B though. Well, yeah. So we're calling it the BBB. <laughs> I would not have caught that all week. The boundary boot camp the, blast. The boundary boot camp bash. Bash. That's a good one. <laughs> Welcome, Carol. Good morning. So that's what we're going to be talking about. The first thing I want to ask each and every one of you is if you could define a boundary, what do you think a boundary is? I want you to think about this. We'll talk a little bit about what <laughs> a boundary is, what a boundary isn't. But what do you think a boundary is? Let's start with that. What do you yeah, think a boundary let's get some interaction. is? Sunny, I love that. BBB. Welcome, Sunny. Welcome, Mimi. <laughs> Great to have you here. BBB. What do, what do we think a boundary is? Now, if you've been in our coaching a while, you'll know that typically one of the very first things when we introduce a topic is do some sort of definition of the topic. And we do some sort of what I would call an anti-definition. So we're going to talk about what something is and what something isn't. Mm. So when we talk about communication, we'll talk about what healthy communication is, what healthy communication isn't. So here we're talking about what a boundary is, a healthy boundary is, what, <laughs> <laughs> what a healthy boundary isn't. She's just laughing at all the I'm BBBs. laughing at all the BBBs. <laughs> <laughs> My brain wanted it to just be that so bad. So uh, yeah, welcome to our Boundary Bootcamp Bash. I hope bootcamp's one word, because if not, that would work, uh, ruin it. So Lena's saying uh, it can't be crossed, right? So a boundary is something that can't be crossed. So Sunny is saying it's a line. Jeanette's saying it's setting limits. Carol's saying the point at which you won't allow something. I love all these definitions. Ella, welcome. Great to have you here. Sharing self-respect and also saying no, not allowing others to take advantage. Mm -hmm. Now, all these things are going to fall under the definition of boundary. And I really, really love these definitions. Now, Honestly, I, I don't have the, like the perfect definition for you. There is going to be a legitimate definition of boundary, but it can be all of these things and it can be kind of a combination of these things. So the way that I personally think of a boundary, actually, let's, let's take a step back in a physical sense. What is a boundary? We have a property line. That's a boundary. We have walls of our house. That's a boundary. We have natural boundaries. Uh, how about the ocean natural boundary. Mm -hmm. There are natural boundaries that we have in our life that we don't even realize that we have. So some boundaries like the ocean, right? For one, typically, especially at first, and I'm talking about at first, like way back, that was a pretty obvious boundary and a very also natural boundary. So it's not mm -hmm. like we got to the end of, you know, the, I don't know, the, the continent. And there was like this big wall that went all the way up to space. It wasn't this like very obnoxious thing. It was something very, very natural, very, very easily found in the environment. Similarly to there's, there's property lines, right? And now some people have natural boundaries of there's, there's tree lines and then there's a river. That's a natural boundary, right? So there's, there's boundaries that we have in our environment. Mm -hmm. And I want to think about the word boundary and, or I, I want to think about boundary in that sense, just for a minute, because it helps me with my definition of boundary, which is, you know, for, for our property line right now, we have a property line and there are boundaries within that line, which means that anything within that is under our jurisdiction. That's under our control. So we are the people that control that. 
what that means is that we choose what we do within that. We choose how those boundaries look. Now, there are some parts of our property that we don't have anything on, right? So it, it's an invisible boundary, but that boundary is still there. But we choose who comes and kind of goes. And that helps me in my definition, kind of personally, the way that I conceptualize the term boundary is if I put a fence up, that is a boundary, but I also put a door in that fence. Okay, so it's a fence with a door. It's a wall with a gate because a boundary is not just about keeping others out. It's not about keeping ourselves in. It doesn't have to be something so static that it never, ever, ever changes, okay? It has a door. It has a gate. So we're choosing who we let in that gate, who we let in the front door of our house, mm -hmm. how we let them in, when we let them in, right? Now, we also have windows in our house. If we choose to let someone in the window, that's our choice, <laughs> okay? But we're choosing <laughs> where we let them in, how we let them in, when we let them in. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that I think of a boundary. Because at first, what I didn't like about boundary or where I went wrong with boundaries was I felt like boundaries were all about keeping people out. Mm -hmm. And boundaries were simply walls. And it was gray wall of China style, right? Actually, yeah, I don't know yeah. anything about the Great Wall of China, but <laughs> I don't think there are any doors that are inviting people through the, the Great Wall of China, right? So that's the way that I had started to think of it. And it, it actually did a lot of damage within my relationships to think of it like that, hmm. because I was setting these hard walls. I was basically, in essence, I was pushing people out, I was pushing people away and kind of so guarded to the sense where I couldn't enjoy relationships. I, I didn't have a door in that wall. I didn't mm -hmm. have any sort of gate within those boundaries. So yeah, I, I don't know if you want to share a little bit about well, that's like the difference between like you, when you first started the boundary for you was like, you have your house and you built a fortress around your house mm -hmm. and you had turrets around your house, house with like archers and anybody who came up, you're like, I'm taking you out. <laughs> right. Versus like, just a regular house in, in, in the suburbs, right? Where like you literally have the boundary line, but you don't have a wall around your boundary line. So anybody can come in, mm -hmm. but then you also have your front door and you have a doorbell and people can like say, like knock on your door or whatever, ring the doorbell. Then you open the door and you're like, uh, no. <laughs> or yeah, come on in. Mm -hmm. And we're like, oh, I'm not interested right now. And it's like, it's very different. It's like, you're not attacking everybody who comes up to your doorstep, mm -hmm. right? You are still allowing people to, approach you, but it's, it's, a, it looks very different. Cause I think that, that, that was a big misconception for me as well. Um, I, I didn't actually implement it that way, but that's how I understood it originally was, um, like there are these hard, like you build a fortress. So anybody who came up, you're like, no, no, no hard. No, I'll yell at you. I'll scream at you, whatever it is. And that's how like, uh, it was portrayed to me at first. So it's important to, to know the distinction and it can look very different. And if you want to build a fortress, you're certainly, uh, welcome to, um, but what, what were you saying? Was there like a, a story or something? No, I, I just wanted to see if, if for you, like your definition of boundary fell similarly to that, where it, there is a door and it's, it's, it's not a fortress. It's not this big, big wall of pushing people away. Right. And so mm -hmm. that's the way that I conceptualize boundaries in regard to what it is. And then by the very direct opposite, if you want to share what you think it isn't right. And so mm -hmm. now kind of seeing and hopefully that concept kind of landing or that visual kind of landing of we have walls and we have doors and so know. what's an example what's an example of with with trauma or like just life in general where like an example of a fortress boundary and an example of like a front door boundary or a gate boundary okay this is a, a great question and in the chat box there what do you think a boundary isn't 
right? And so I'm going to share an example mm. and I didn't prepare this example. So it's just going to be off the top of my head. So a fortress boundary, let's say Brad and I are struggling with sobriety, right? And so uh, we'll, in this example, we'll say Brad is addicted to something and it's, it's hurting me it, and it's, it's causing me some sort of pain. A fortress boundary would be we can't live together and I will not talk to you. We have no relationship until you are sober, right? Nothing, nothing until you're sober. You need to, you know, get sober and, and then we'll, and then we'll work the rest out. Right. That would be a fortress boundary. And the reason that that would now that's for me, your boundaries are going to look what they look like to you. Right. For me, that would be a fortress boundary because I want a relationship with him. I want a future with him. I have goals with him. Right. And so if I do that, it's going to be really hard to achieve those goals. And also that's not a boundary that is in, in this case, realistic for me. Right. And so I, I love him and I want to be with him and I want to support him. And that's not how I show love and support. So a, a better boundary. And is it in your best interest? Right. Cause that's what really a boundary is too. It's like, is it, is it in my best interest? And sometimes we put up such big walls and big fortresses that it actually hurts us. And so that's what I would consider a boundary. That's almost out of spite. Like mm -hmm. I can't do this anymore. Like you need to get your stuff together until then I'm, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Right. Big, big giant fortress wall. Again, it, that is typically going to come out of high emotion. And we're going to talk about mm -hmm. that throughout the week too. Right. Uh, a better boundary would be, you know, it'd be way, way different. And it would be, you know, we can't live together. I love you and I'm here to support you, but I need our living space to be sacred to me. And so until we reach a certain point within this sobriety journey, I'd like to have separate rooms or a separate uh, apartments. And then we can, you know, we'll still have our relationship. We're mm -hmm. still going to, you know, communicate basically nothing else changes. I'm still here to support you, but I need my living space to be sacred. So mm -hmm. either we're going to need separate apartments or separate rooms. And that might mean I move out because that's in my best interest, or mm -hmm. that might mean he moves out now, then it becomes a conversation. And that is a boundary that is, again, you're, you're, it's not black or white. It's not either extreme. It, it's, great. It's all sorts of in between here. So if you find yourself setting a, a very black or white boundary, which is interesting about boundaries because they are firm where you're like, okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. And it's very, very far skewed to one side mm -hmm. there. You're typically going to run into a fortress. Now, again, it's going to come down to the situation. It's going to come down to how you feel. And like Brad said, what's in your best interest. So it's not in my best interest to, to put up a wall and say, I'm not talking to you until you're sober. Mm -hmm. Right. That's probably going to be the end of our relationship. Cause that, that's that. not what you want. Ultimately. And that's not what I want. And that's where like boundaries can, I mean, it helps this, this is all of this is like clarifying what, what boundaries truly are. Right. Cause it can very often, I love that we're talking about this right at the beginning. Cause right from the be beginning, they can be very skewed and very emotionally charged. And typically like they are, when you're setting a boundary, you're setting it to, you know, do something to, 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 you know, get respect or do something that you want. And because that boundary has been crossed and now you're setting it. So it can, you can a lot of emotions can happen in this. And then that might cause you to set up these fortresses that are not actually in your best interest and they won't actually help you achieve what you truly want to achieve. Um, and then you're just kind of, it's almost like self-destructive mm -hmm. when you're, when you're building that. So, um, all this is kind of clarifying the definition of what a boundary truly is, which is it's, um, well for me, right. Yeah. You build it out of self-respect 
to get what you really want, what's in your best interest, you know? And sometimes what's in your best interest is something you don't really want to do. Um, like what you might want to do in the moment is set up this big fortress, you know, kick the person out of your house in this example right here, kick mm -hmm. like Kaylee might want to kick me out of the house and uh, do whatever. Um, but it might not be in her best interest in her long-term goals, right? Like she might want to build a long-term relationship with me and she might think I'm a really cool person uh, <laughs> and want to be with me for the rest of her life. Uh, and that might not be conducive to that goal and what she truly wants and what's best for her. Um, so that's what it is to me, like doing what's best for you, regardless of what other people want, say, or do. It's like, I'm going to do what's best for me. And I'll say no to whatever I need to say no to. And that's that. And what I like about boundaries, which I think they get very, very often confused for being so firm and they are firm when, when you set them, but you, you really need to think about where you're setting them. Right. So I want you to think about setting a boundary, like building a fence. Where are you going to build that fence? You're not just going to go out in your yard and like blindfold and be like, okay, we're going to build it here. Okay. And just do that while you're highly emotional, right? You're going to take the time to say, okay, where is the best position for this fence? Where is it? Why are we building this fence? Where's the best position? So for example, uh, Shiloh here at my, <laughs> at my parents' house in New York, when, uh, when we had first gotten him, I was, I was in high school and we got an electric fence, which I was not a tremendous fan of, but it actually worked out really well. And we had decided, okay, where do we want this electric fence? Now we had previously had a dog who used to lay in our driveway and that ended up getting her into a tremendous amount of irreversible trouble. So we had decided, we had said, okay, do we want to make the electric fence so he can't go on the driveway so he can go in the side yard and he can go in the backyard, but he can't go on the driveway. And we were kind of making that decision. So we were thinking about where do we, why are we building this fence? Where do we want this fence? How close to the road do we want it? You know, because there's a certain distance that they can get to the fence and the fence can get to the road. And we're considering, okay, is the plow ever going to dig it up because of where we put it? Are we ever going to do any digging in this area? So we were considering all of the options. Why are we building this? Like, where do we want to build this? Because what are our goals with this? Now, a boundary should work similarly. If you find yourself setting boundaries emotionally, that's when we really need to take a step back because that's when we're going to build a lot of fortresses and we're going to end up with a wall in the middle of our yard and it's going to be a mess. Mm -hmm. We're building this for the long term, really. We're mm -hmm. building this for the long term. So we want to sit and we want to think. And Brad used the word want. I want to use the word need because I typically like that a little bit better. It's going to be basically how kind of you feel about that. What do you need in regard to this? And so the reason that I say that is because there are certain things that I want and I really, really want that I don't necessarily need. They're not make or break for me. And so when it comes to relationships, there's going to be some sort of compromise. Now, boundaries typically are where are going to be set within relationships. And that could be a relationship with yourself, right? So I want the chocolate cake, but I need to be healthy so that I can live a very long time for my children. Okay. So that's where I'm making the distinct, the distinction there. And then like Brad said, like when you set these boundaries, it's not always going to be something that like is a hundred thousand percent comfortable for you. Sometimes what this is, is a kind of a middle ground and saying, okay, like my emotions want to say you're out, I'm kicking you out of the house and I'm not talking to you until, until you deal with your stuff. But long-term, that's not going to help me with my goals. That's not going to help me support him. That's going to mm -hmm. do a lot of damage to me and him. And so I want to think about, okay, what do I actually need? What do I actually need? I, I want this to be just over done. I want that. 
But what I need is I need for me a safe space in the house. I need my bedroom to be a safe space. I need my home to be a safe space. How do I get that? So you're really taking the time to think about it. Mm. Once you set a boundary, and we'll talk about this throughout the week, it will feel stable, although a little bit uncomfortable. And the reason that it will feel a little bit uncomfortable is because it will be new is because we we didn't have it before. And so it was very easy. We didn't have a front door for people to just kind of come in and out, right? And so we put the front door up and it's like, a, it's it was the right decision. It's gonna feel like the right decision. It's gonna feel stable. Mm -hmm. Stable meaning it's not gonna feel highly emotional. And then the next day you want a different boundary and then you regret it and then all, and you just right. change your mind all the time, right? It's going to feel solid. This is where we're putting the fence. Mm -hmm. When that fence first goes up, it might be a little uncomfortable because now all of a sudden there's a fence and people have to ring your doorbell to talk to you. Right. And so that's just going to be growing pains. And that's part of the process there. So I want you to think about that in regard to boundaries, really taking the time to think about them, mm. especially there's certain boundaries that you can quite literally sit down, like a sobriety boundary would be a great example, sit down and think about and spend some time on and then make it and then like sleep on it before you even communicate it. Mm -hmm. And a boundary is not always something you have to communicate either, which we'll right, talk about right. later in the week as well. But really think about it, really make sure it's right, like play it out in your head, visualize it, how mm -hmm. will it feel? Is it the right thing for you long term? Yeah. Is it, in is your it what's best, best for you? really think about those things. So some boundaries are going to be like that, where they take a lot of time and thought. And then as you get better at kind of creating boundaries and setting boundaries, what's going to happen is you're going to come across things in your everyday life and know that you need to set a boundary on that thing. Right. So you're going to come across maybe like, I don't know, some family member that you almost never see. And it's like a weird kind of like family party event that starts maybe like raising their voice at you. And immediately you're going to set a boundary with them. And it's not something that you had to take a long time to think about because you're going to get better at feeling what is best for me. Mm -hmm. What do I need in this situation? And typically when we do that, always when we do that, it's going to benefit us long-term, but it's going to be best for the situation as a whole long-term too. So that's something to think about as well. Mm -hmm. And that's something I like to consider when I set boundaries, what's best for me that that's the first question that I ask. And mm. will it damage this situation long-term or will it benefit the situation long-term? So mm. if I was ever in a situation and, and this is where I set a lot, a lot of boundaries with family members that they got, we all started to kind of get emotional and maybe someone started to raise their voice immediately. Once kind of those emotions kicked in, I was like, okay, I need to take a break from this conversation. That was my boundary. And it was best for me and it was best for the situation long-term. So mm -hmm. that situation didn't continue to escalate and elevate. Yeah. Right. And although it was uncomfortable because those other people, when, when somebody else is escalated, when they're elevated, they don't want to stop the conversation. <laughs> so I would stop the conversation and say, I need a break from this. I'd it. love to talk about this later. And then you continue to get, you know, yell that or whatever it is. And you have to maybe physically set a boundary and, and go for a walk somewhere, take a drive or whatever, and not come back. Out, right. Okay. So she just means walking away. That was the <laughs> trip. A lot of things to think about in regard to boundaries. Like I said, some are going to be really simple to set. Some are going to really take the time, but the more you take the time to think about them, the better you're, this is a skill, the better you're going to get at setting them. Mm -hmm. And then we'll talk about this later in the week too, enforcing them. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And it's e easy to like listen to all this and, and get overwhelmed and be like, I don't know what to do. Um, but I would combine what you said, those two questions into one, what's best for me long-term. 
And it's that simple. Cause then you can go into a situation where you may not be expecting it, uh, which you'll probably, we'll, we'll talk about later, like later in the week at the end of all this boot camp, we're going to kind of help you walk you through a document, uh, the book, your book of law. So basically it's going to be a list of your boundaries and you're going to think through things, how you want your life to go, uh, what you need to happen in order to basically achieve the life you want to achieve. Um, but what's best for you long-term. So I think it's important because it's easy to overthink it mm-hmm. and then, and then fall back into your default, which might be the emotional state and be acting out of fear instead of logic and what's best for you. Um, cause it's very easy to do that. And when you're acting out of fear, it's almost never what's best for you. Um, so I just want to, I want to touch on one, one last thing in regards to, uh, distinguishing between maybe a wall and a boundary or a fortress and a, a door, front door boundary, whatever we were calling that. Um, it's not making decisions out of fear because I, I think everybody here can probably relate to, um, relate to what I'm about to say. Uh, like in my life, I know that I made so many decisions to back away from things because I was scared of them. And that's not a boundary. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to social events because it made me scared. Right. Cause I was scared to go to social events and that could be interpreted as a boundary. Like, okay, I'm not going to do this thing. Cause it, it hurts me. Right. It doesn't really hurt me though. Like there's nothing inherently bad about that situation. It's like, I was just hurt in the past and that's coming up, coming up in the present when I experience that, or when I go to that event. Um, but it's a boundary is very different than making those walls out of fear because the fear just makes your life smaller and smaller and smaller and it makes your life worse and worse and worse. So it's really important not to be in a fear, fear-based mode when setting boundaries and, and really taking that step back, taking a breath um, and asking what's best for you. And then just taking that leap, even if it is uncomfortable. And also in regard to that too, like we're using the term boundaries, plural, right? And there are going to be many boundaries that you set over your life. But again, on the, on the point of, we don't want this to be something overwhelming. What I started with is one boundary, one boundary, or maybe one boundary per relationship. Right. And so it wasn't like, I didn't set, like, I didn't like learn about boundaries and then set a hundred boundaries within my relationship with Brad. It was, it was almost like testing the water, but it was like building the skills of saying, okay, well, what's the biggest thing that like I need that I am not getting, or I'm not feeling safe or whatever it is. Let me set a boundary around that. Like, let me think about this one boundary with this one person and you go step by step by step by step. And it is a skill. The more you set them, the better that you get at them and the easier that it gets to get Mm. clarity on them and enforce them as well. And so you can build off of them. You just do a little piece here, a little piece there, and you cover the big things. And then you can kind of get into the, the little things and set a lot more boundaries. So it's boundaries, plural, Mm -hmm. but you can start with one piece at a time. And what we're going to talk about when we talk about what Brad said, the book of law, (laughs) what we're going to talk about (laughs) when we talk about what Brad talked about (laughs) is basically predicting ahead or thinking ahead. So thinking ahead to interactions that you might have that maybe are one-off interactions. Maybe you only see this family member a couple of times a year, once a year, and you, you know, there are some boundaries that you need to set around them. But something I also want to talk about here are some different types of boundaries. You know, before we get into, there's two more things I want to talk about before we get into our Q and a, which is the different types of boundaries. And then we want to talk about the foundation to boundaries. 
So different types of boundaries, right? What do we think in the chat box? What do we think are different types of boundaries that we can set? Now, this is an interesting question. This is something that often gets overlooked when it comes to boundaries. Actually, it took a very long time to learn this information because it was something that we had to self-learn. It was not something that was inherently in the conversation around boundaries. Mm -hmm. But what do we think are some different types of boundaries? Now, we've already actually talked about this on Recovery Secrets. And we talked about it specifically when we, ha we have had conversations around addictions. So there's a hint there, but different types of boundaries. I'm so impatient. I wish we were in person so I could, you know, call on people because <laughs> there's a little lag between the time that it takes. Oh, nice, Lena. Nice. I love it. Okay. So one for yourself, one for others. So there are self boundaries. There are relationship boundaries. We already talked about there are natural boundaries. There are natural boundaries that we have. Some people will call them um, social norms, right? You get in an elevator and you don't just look at the back wall. That's like just a social boundary that we have. That's a natural boundary. You don't go up to someone's house at four in the morning and play music outside and knock on their door and dance on their car, right? Now, these are natural boundaries that we have. Again, whether you call them social norms or whatever it is that you want to call them, we have natural boundaries. There are things we do and don't do naturally in our society. It could be culturally. You know, we take our shoes off maybe when we go into someone's house, at least we do culturally, or I don't know, maybe that's whatever, regionally, I don't know. But but that those <laughs> are familiar, familiarly. Yeah, right. So there are certain <laughs> things that we do. Yeah, different uh, my, levels of it. <laughs> so we have natural boundaries that we have. There are physical boundaries, there are mental boundaries, there are emotional boundaries, there's all sorts of different boundaries. But what I really want to hone in on is what you said here, uh, Lena, which I love self self boundaries. Because for me, one of the foundations of setting good boundaries is setting those self boundaries, because how can I possibly expect somebody else to respect boundaries that I set if I don't respect boundaries that I set, right? And I want you to think about that. How can I possibly expect somebody else to respect boundaries that I set if I don't respect boundaries that I set? Okay. And so for me, that's one of the foundations. And that was something that was critical mm. to me again, that I had to self-learn because it wasn't, it wasn't around the conversation on boundaries is I need to first and foremost, be able to set and enforce boundaries with myself. What that means for me is diet, exercise, sobriety. Uh, there's all different areas that you can do this in emotionally, mentally, you know, what do I do when I'm hurt? What do I do when, you know, I want to reach towards something bad? And basically, what do I do instead? What kind of boundaries do I have in my life around, around pain, around when I get hurt, around when someone hurts me, around when I, I hurt somebody, right? What do I do in these situations? And it, mm. it's very self-focused because when you self-focus and you, you look kind of inward, you can not only set those boundaries, but you can respect those boundaries. And that's going to give you something that's in value. That's going to give you something mm -hmm. called confidence and the confidence that you build in setting and enforcing your own self boundaries. Now, this doesn't mean you're not enjoying your life. This doesn't mean restriction to the point of you never have a slice of chocolate cake. It's not what it means, right? But when you set and respect your own boundaries, that confidence is going to radiate out. And so then when you go to set boundaries with others within relationships, you have a confidence, you have a certainty, you have a solidity, you have a foundation that not only is this the right thing for you and you understand that it's the right thing for you, you respect yourself enough to set it and you respect yourself enough to enforce it. 
enough to enforce it. Okay, so that's what I want to talk about in regard to types of boundaries, but there are many types of boundaries. Mm -hmm. So we are going to be specifically talking about self-boundaries this week as well as other boundaries, but we Mm -hmm. are going to spend some time on self-boundaries because that is one of the foundations. But other foundations of boundaries include... The self-respect. Mm-hmm. Self-respect and self-love. I didn't know if we were there yet. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like everything everything stems from there, right? Like if you don't respect yourself, you're not going to set boundaries. Or you might write down, I want this to be a boundary. But then if somebody breaches it, or if you're put in a situation where you want to breach it, you're not going to respect yourself enough to, to, hold, to hold it. And so like a foundation of all of this, like the linchpin, the, the keystone, the thing that's holding everything together um, is self-respect self-love. Do you believe you even deserve to, uh, have these boundaries, right? Do you believe you're worthy enough to, um, you know, go after what's best for you, right? Cause if you don't, those boundaries are going to be, going to be weak, you know? Um, so that's, that's the, the real core of the foundation is like, that's, that's the foundation of the foundation. Yeah, like that's and- where it all starts. Cause if you don't respect yourself, like you can't, you can't, right? It's going to be really important as well as, you know, self-love and self-worth and self-talk. All that is going to come into play here when it comes to setting boundaries, mm-hmm. because you might be in a situation and I'll share, you know, a situation that I've been in many, many times where you set a boundary, you step out maybe, right? And so I had this with different family members. I set a boundary. I say, listen, I need a break from this conversation. I just need to take a breath. I'd love to talk about it later. Right now, it feels like it's not going in the right direction. So I need a break step out and then somebody would follow me and continue to kind of talk at me or, or raise their voice to me. And in my head, it was like, okay, hold on. There are a couple of things that were going on in regard to that self-talk. One of the things was don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. <laughs> okay. Do not take the bait. Do not engage. Keep this boundary. This is firm. This is good for you. This is the right thing for everybody long-term. And in whether it's a couple hours or a couple of days from now, when this all gets resolved, they are going to see that. And I, I trust that it will be best for everybody long-term right now. It's best for me. Don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. <laughs> okay. And, and it's okay to have this boundary. I deserve this boundary. This is the right thing to do. Right. And so that self-talk is going to come into play, but that self-worth is going to come into play. I deserve this boundary. I deserve just to take some space so that I don't get to a point where I don't want to be. That's, I don't mm-hmm. want to get emotional to the point where I yell at someone. And I know if I take the the bait, I absolutely, we're all human. Okay. We can all get to that point. I know I could get to that point. And I know that will damage not only me and the way that I feel about myself, but the relationship as well. So self-talk is going to come into play. Self-worth is going to come into mm-hmm. play. Beliefs are going to come into play. And so, although this is a boot camp on boundaries, specifically the BBB, <laughs> <laughs> you'll notice a lot of other elements come into play. So we've done sessions on self-talk before we've done sessions on beliefs before, So if you find yourself like setting a boundary and really struggling to enforce that, what it might be is a belief that you need to work on and you need to go through a processing tool with specifically that belief. And that belief might be, I'm I'm not worthy. I don't deserve it. I'm not good enough. And then once you process that belief, it'll get that much easier to set those boundaries because they'll be that much more firm because you'll have, you'll be able to respect that boundary. You'll be able to basically believe that you deserve that boundary. I think that's great. <laughs> okay, great. He thinks it's great. Then I think it's great. <laughs> okay, so lots of different types of boundaries, foundation to boundaries, self-love, self-worth, self-respect, 
and self-talk is going to come into play, but we'll talk about that later in the week. We have those internal boundaries. We have boundaries within relationships. We have natural boundaries. And I do want you to think about that because, <laughs> because this is not something that we, we just make up. There are boundaries in life that exist, even emotional and mental boundaries. The reason that we are creating more boundaries is because we want the healthiest lives possible. It, this is not some new age BS that has just been fabricated in these new generations. We've taken the concept of boundaries and we've continued to improve upon them in order to achieve different results and better results as individuals and within relationships. So something to think about there. So are you ready to move into our q and I'm ready for the q &A. So we have a lot to talk about this week in regard to boundaries and of course our boundary boot camp bash. <laughs> <laughs> so today we really just kind of touched on the foundation of boundaries, what they are, what they're not. Tomorrow we're going to talk about self boundaries. We're going to talk about relationship boundaries. We're going to talk about your book of law, which is basically, if you think about a boundary, like a personal law, we're going to kind of create those laws, which can be a very, very, very fun exercise and tremendously helpful in identifying, okay, where are the biggest areas where I need to set boundaries or the people where I need to set boundaries around. And then we're going to talk about how to kind of put that into action. So a lot to talk about this week, a lot of amazing, amazing information. If you have any questions, feel free to get them in the chat box there. If you like today's podcast, you can join us for the remainder of our bootcamp week and get access to five live recovery secrets coaching sessions a week, just like this with a Q&A session at the end of each session, a private coaching community, replay access, and a ton of amazing bonuses for free by going to overcomingptsd.com slash free trial. That's overcomingptsd.com slash free trial. Hope to see you there.